I'm Kate Daniels. Times. Life and responsibility are quite challenging for most, uh, if not all of us. For persons and families who are working all they can, even with multiple jobs, making ends meet can often leave them with a gap. In Snohomish County, Hand in Hand Kids is a strong agency that they turn to for help. Brenda Ramos, Director of Children and Family Services, is here to provide an update on these demands and some of the ways that we can help, particularly with helping to make the holiday season a special time for all families. Brenna Ramos, good morning. Thank you so greatly for being with us today. Thanks for having me. We really appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you. I think the community even if they don't say so out loud, has to appreciate who you are and what you do. And especially, goodness, you know, we thought we were going through some challenges when we were going through COVID and everything that was going on, and that's at least a little bit under control. Now we're in these times with the economy so in flux and jobs all over the place. What are you finding is happening with the people that you serve? And is there, you know, even more of a need or reaching out for your services? Yeah, we have definitely seen um, kind of the long-term impacts that COVID has left with um, our community. You know, everyone's kind of like, oh, COVID's over. It's, you know, uh, restaurants opened up and it's safe to go outside and all that. But for the families and children that we serve, um, the impacts are, like I said, definitely long-lasting. Um, we've had such an increase in people needing just like basic needs, such as toiletries and food, as well as like rental assistance or utility assistance. And a lot of families just haven't been able to get back up on their feet since COVID. And rental assistance, just to take that right off the top, we know how those numbers have just essentially skyrocketed, right? Yeah, they really have. Um, I think prior to COVID, you know, rental assistance wasn't really a big service that we provided. Um, We did get some funding for it, and we did what we can. And then as soon as COVID hit and all the way up until now, we um, are pretty much flooded with families asking for rental assistance and what we're finding is that most of the families reaching out you know they've done everything they can this isn't their first option this is kind of their last resort and when you know that and when things are feeling kind of potentially tight on your end that Mm -hmm. must be just such a, a really excruciating painful time to have to face people going through this Yeah, it's really hard because, you know, we do have to say no sometimes and we don't have the funding to serve, you know, certain geographic areas or certain amounts of rental assistance. And so it is hard having to sometimes turn away families, but we try to do our best in making sure that we can get them like food or other basic needs. So that way, um, when they come to hand in hand, their experience is, you know, it's not just a no, it's um, we're able to provide something for them. Now, it would be a no, albeit, you know, kind of cushioned within these are our boundaries, thinking in terms of location and people you serve then in Snohomish County. Yes, correct. So hopefully that makes sense to people and they're not feeling like, well, you know, you're not doing what you say you're going to do. 
Yeah, and we do have, um, you know, some people that reach out, and we just explain that to them um, if they do live outside of Snohomish County. And um, I think most people are pretty um, understandable about that. Right. Well, good. So let's focus then, though, on the things that you can do. Like you said, if you can't necessarily help with rent assistance, but if you can provide foods or food vouchers, that sort of thing, that alleviates that part of the challenges on finances that hopefully eases up more to go toward the rent. Yes, exactly. That's kind of our main goal with providing these other um, basic needs um, and other services. And um, we just, we share that with the families that reach out to us as well as, um, you know, if we can help with this, will this help you, you know, save more money for your rent? Um, And we kind of work that out with them and um, stay in contact with them. So you help to the extent you can. Now, it's not that you are a, a, a business that's creating products and therefore has this income. You and, and I don't think that you necessarily get any kind of government support, do you? No. Um, yeah, it's mostly um, donors where we get our financial support. Um, and then for basic needs, it's mostly all donations. Um, we do have some grants that we get funding from. Um, and then we do have some funding from the city of Everett. Um, but, you know, since COVID kind of, like I said, ended, um, the funding has uh, decreased. Sure. It, it, yes, that was for that period of time. And uh, yeah. it, it wasn't intended long term. So, yes, those special funds that came from city and from federal are, mm-hmm. are really no longer there. Yeah. So yeah. Th- so then it comes to us and you know just just as it's always been there's we have uh kind of that spectrum of people who are able to manage well enough and some have really this uh extra the the excess maybe uh, maybe they don't look at it as excess but there's more funds than what they need for living and this is where thinking of our community because we're only as strong as we are together you know if we let individuals drop that we're, we're really becoming a weakened system a weakened people yeah yeah of course we always um you know we have families that reach out to us that are in the position to donate more or give um and we have a lot of different um, ways that they can do that so we always like to just kind of throw that Um, out there for families that are wanting to give, especially around the holiday season. And exactly. And that's where we are already. Here we are, uh, mid-October, the the holiday season with lots coming up. So as we get into some of that, and having talked about donations, let's just mention at this point that any amount really helps. And how do we go about doing donations? Yeah, um, so if people want to go to our website, which is handinhandkids.org, um, there are ways to give um, financially on there. And then there's some information about um, uh, gift and kind donations. But I would say the easiest way to get a hold of us is just by calling our office um, and uh, talking with one of the staff members here about um, donating. And um, yeah, or they can also email us at info at handinhandkids.org. Great. And we'll be kind of touching back to that here in a bit as well. 
thinking of the holidays. And so Hand in Hand <laughs> loves to make this a time that kind of, what, evens out the playing field, makes kids, makes families feel that uh, they're included, that they're not missing out and, and feeling all that much worse for it. So uh, yeah. with October, we have Halloween coming up, right? Yes. We do, um, and we have our fall harvest party. Um, it is going to be a costume party and a, a kind of like a trunk or treat. Um, so we're having that on October 21st from 1 to 4 p.m. here at our um, office. And so trunk or treat, so this is done outdoors, right? Correct, yes. And for that, you people could donate probably uh, beyond um, dollars and cents, uh, donate goods? Yeah. um, So for that, we are accepting candy donations, um, you know, unopened uh, bags of candy and anything else that, you know, kids might need for, you know, just for fun for the holiday. Um, We are accepting pumpkin donations um, so we can hand out pumpkins. Um, or even like trick-or-treat bags, just kind of those fun things that, um, you know, make the kids have a good Halloween. Have a good Halloween. And, and, and just, again, that feeling of inclusiveness that really is important, particularly for children, and to feel that they, they belong rather than feeling on, on the outside of a circle looking in. Yes. Exactly. So that's coming up, and it's really soon, so there still is time to to get donations in there, whether it's physical items or, again, you know, makes it easy to just uh, make a financial donation, right, Brenna? Yep. Yeah, definitely. Definitely do that. So that's that's October, but then it, it's really moving more into to fall activities. And, and there's a, a really wonderful uh, series of events that go on getting into November. Yeah, we have our um, annual um, Thanksgiving event where we have um, a big Thanksgiving dinner. And, you know, throughout COVID, we did Thanksgiving baskets since we couldn't meet together. But Um, We are excited because we will be able to serve families, um, you know, meals. And so that is going to be on November 18th. And we are also accepting donations for that. Really anything, um, you know, traditional Thanksgiving food, canned corn, green beans, um, cranberries, pies. Um, We'll even accept some turkeys as long as it's, um, you know, they're frozen. And, yeah, we're really excited to be able to sit with our community and just, um, you know, hang out and have a meal together. So that will then be at this big dinner where people come together. It won't necessarily be staggered, or will it, to be able to accommodate uh, the numbers of people that you might anticipate? Yeah, I think we might have a couple different seatings. Um, Still working out some of the details. But we will definitely make sure that everyone's able to sit down and enjoy their meal. And so this happens, again, within the Snohomish community, right? And would people register for this, or how does that work? Correct, yeah. It'll be um, with the Snohomish County community. Anyone is welcome. Um, All are welcome. We are going to have some kind of registration, and that will be posted on our Facebook page. 
Okay, so and and that so uh, get onto Facebook. It won't necessarily be at your own web website as well. Is that right? Correct. It'll be um, probably through our Facebook, and um, we might have something on our website, but Facebook for sure is the best option to find out about our um, upcoming events. And so just to be clear, because I'm, I'm not really adept at this, so Facebook and then slash Hand in Hand Kids? Yes, um, our Facebook is Hand in Hand Kids. Okay, great. So that's a way to find out more details uh, about the Thanksgiving event, and it's going to be a feast. Yes. Uh, which feels great, is doesn't it? Uh, last year was kind of a little spotty for some people getting together, and and you still did it as as baskets, giving the food baskets to family. But this time we're back to sit down together and enjoy as a family. Yes, we're so excited, looking forward to it too. Yes, absolutely. And so this is a. Uh, Right before actual Thanksgiving, because people may be able to get together with uh, neighbors and such to to celebrate again on the actual Thanksgiving Day. But mm-hmm. it, so it's great to have it happen separately. The thing yeah. is that uh, it it takes a lot of planning. It doesn't that you could just do this on the what the flip of a dime. You need to really get organized and and of have course. all these donations, right? Yes. Yeah. We prefer to have, um, you know, everything ready to go the week prior, um, everything solidified. So that way we can make sure that we're putting on the best event for the community that we can. That is so great. And does it happen uh, in your office locations or how do you manage to fit in people? Um, Yeah, we actually do it at a local church. Um, So we will be doing the Thanksgiving feast at um, Bible Baptist Church. Um, which is in uh, South Everett, pretty close to our office. Oh, wonderful. So there's community working together. Exactly, yeah. We appreciate their partnership so much. Yeah, that is wonderful. So as that gets going and is accomplished, then you have to switch gears and prepare for December. Yeah, it's a pretty quick turnaround. Um, December is, um, that's when we have our Christmas event, and we already have registration open for that, so we already have um, very many families registered, and our Christmas tags are already going out to a couple of uh, agencies that are supporting this event, um, so we definitely are already planning for Christmas. <laughs> so so that you have some of that, a, a very special organization of events by having those those tags. So in yeah. general, for us as the communities to support, what would be the, the best thing to do then? Financial support or are there gifts that you would want sent in or dropped off, that kind of thing? What would the better or what's a list of good things to do? Yeah, um, we definitely always appreciate Um, monetary donations um, that are designated for holiday events. And then we can kind of um, use up any um, tangible items we have and then figure out what we need to purchase. But we also really appreciate brand new toys during the holiday season and um, especially winter coats because we try to um, stock up our closet with winter coats for children and their families, um, especially as we head into, you know, the colder months. Absolutely. 
and that that's a really great thing. And I think you do that. You mentioned the the closet. You you do collect yeah. new or very gently used. I would imagine uh, clothing that can be used for all ages of kiddos. Yes, correct. We are open all year long to um, accept new or gently used clothing for um, yeah all sizes. Great. So something to consider in terms of making donations. And I, am, as we were talking about the Christmas season, I do recall either last year or the year before talking with some of your staff about the program for children who are taken in to Safe Place. Yes, it was for Safe yeah. Place. And that they did all that they could to make this just a normal kind of Christmas so that they were wrapped gifts for the children who were there. So that just really tugs at the heart that yeah. we know that there are these family challenges that go on. Children end up there. But you do, you as Hand in Hand Kids, wants to do what you can to make it as as um, loving and gentle a situation as possible. Yeah, we try our best. Um, you know, kids coming into Safe Place, our emergency shelter, they're obviously going through a lot. And so we really do try to make the holidays feel special and just, you know, as um, normal as we can. And so we put up a tree and we wrap gifts the night before and we, um, you know, play Santa. We have our elves help us. Um, and yeah, and then if we do have kiddos on Christmas morning, um, or really anywhere before, after Christmas, around those couple of weeks, we, um, make sure that we have some kind of small Christmas with them. And it helps that child to really feel love within the community because they're going through such, such a trial. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think some of our favorite times of the year in safe places, definitely Christmas, because we just get to, you know, spend that moment with them. And although it's really hard and they're going through a lot, it just, it's just very heartwarming. I can just imagine. And so your staff is doing this, but you also have volunteers who would be um, working at the emergency shelter or at safe place, correct? Yes, correct. And is there always a need for volunteers? Yeah, we are always in need of volunteers in Safe Place and also for um, any of our um, community events. Um, I think our biggest need right now is definitely in Safe Place, however. And so what are you looking for? Who are you looking for to volunteer for Safe Place? Yeah, we're looking for those that are 21 years of age and older that really have a heart for the community and want to serve the community. We love just having, you know, relaxed individuals in the shelter that can kind of pivot depending on what's going on with the kiddo. Um, and just really individuals that are understanding of where the kids are coming from. And so I would imagine that there is training that you provide for that in particular. Yeah, we have um, some pre-service training, and then we also do training throughout the year. And there's also like a background check process and all those types of things. Right. 
I could imagine, well, a couple of different situations. I could imagine students that are perhaps in uh, university students going through perhaps like a social work program or education program wanting to then t- give some time to the community. And they, they would be ideal candidates for this sort of thing. Yeah, um, we actually have... A lot of staff members now that came on through um, an internship when they were in school. And so, um, yeah, if anyone has to complete an internship and they are in, you know, the human services or social work realm, we definitely encourage them to reach out to us. And I also imagine perhaps uh, seniors or retirees being good candidates here, looking for ways to still be connected to the community, but not in such a way that it's like a full-time job was? Yeah, we have a lot of um, volunteers that are coming from a similar place just like that. Um, And we um, make sure that we accommodate their schedule and, you know, do what works for them. Right now, we only require one shift a month. So um, it's pretty... um, it's pretty relaxed. And then we do have some volunteers that love to um, volunteer on like a weekly basis. And we, of course, appreciate that too, because it helps us a lot. Oh, I imagine. Yes. But, but I can see too, that with someone's schedule, someone who still is potentially working, having to only commit a day a month might really fit well into their schedules. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really helpful for a lot of people. So Brenna, if this sounds like a thing someone feels drawn to do, how do they find out more about volunteer opportunities? Yeah, they can go to our website, um, and we have a full volunteer page on there with a bunch of information. Um, but they can also just give us a call or reach out to our um, volunteer recruitment specialist. Her name is Jasmine, and the email for that would just be volunteer at handinhandkids.org. That makes it very easy. <laughs> Just yeah. <laughs> but but the first word info volunteer um, on the website there is a donate button so that makes it very simple as well. Yeah, yeah. We try to make it easy and um, you know easy to navigate so people can quickly find us and reach out depending on what they're what they're looking to do. Right. And as we said at the outset and have just talked about so many activities going on, but that the needs continue to be so great in our world. But we we can't fix the whole world. So we look at these pockets at, at our community and see what we can do there. And certainly, it, it's a time when there's just so much need and so much real challenge going on, isn't it, Brenna? Yeah, it definitely is. And that's why we just, you know, put an emphasis on community, helping community, because like you mentioned earlier, that's really what, um, you know, that's what keeps our community strong. And so, um, yeah, we love those that can help during the holidays, um, just because the need is so much bigger. And, you know, post-COVID, it has been, um, it's been kind of hard, because I think during COVID, a lot of a lot of agencies and um, people were really wanting to donate and help. And then I think reality kind of settled in and a lot of people realized that, you know, they don't know what the future holds. And so the giving kind of slowed down and came to a pretty much a stop. Um, And so we're just kind of getting back to a good spot where we're seeing more community members willing to help out with what they can. 
and there's really something to consider in terms of of opening up and donating, having faith, having that trust that I'm helping, it's going to help someone, and just trusting we'll have what we need. I think when we go through that experience, we find it really does work. We we are able to, to do well and maybe even better because we've reached out and helped someone. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so... Keep that in mind, I guess, as we consider uh, what the needs are, what we can do, and uh, take a step, uh, and any kind of step, you know, as we were saying in terms of donations, every little bit helps, any amount, there's no judgment at all on it, but uh, little bits add up to a lot. It truly does, yeah, that's why we appreciate, you know, the very smallest donor, you know, they're donating a dollar maybe a month, um, you know, to people donating new toothbrushes, um, everything, like you said, it, it adds up in a big way and it makes a big impact. So in your experience, have you had the opportunity to see people who have been helped by hand in hand, whether they be the kids, the family, being able to kind of get their footing and then uh, come back, you know, some years later saying, oh, look what my life is. Yeah, we have. We do have a lot of amazing stories like that. Um, We really try to form a, you know, a trusting relationship with the families that we work with. So they feel comfortable sharing, um, you know, their success stories with us. I think um, a really beautiful story, um, that I've been given permission to share is actually one of our staff members who originally received services from us and um, was able to, um, you know, like you said, kind of regain footing. And um, we actually ended up hiring her at the beginning of the year. So, yes, that is just such a great real-life experience of the difference hand-in-hand kids makes in people's lives, that it uh, gives them support when they need it, but it gives them hope and just makes that person and each of us, I think, just feel so much better about humanity, about life that, um, you know, that, that we can go forward. And, you know, it just comes around full circle, as you've just shared. Yeah, we love the full circle moment. Yeah, isn't that great? And so, and that's how I feel each of us, by being involved to whatever degree we can, and we've shared what so many of the events are that are coming up that it will make children particularly, and then their families feel like they they are supported and and feel good that uh, they're living. I'm going to use air quotes of normal feeling, kind of like yeah. others, rather than oh, you know, kind of being on the outside looking in. That if we can be part of making that happen, how much better are we going to feel, and how much better a world are we creating? Yeah, exactly. And that's you know, not to sound like a broken record, but that's exactly why we. Um, why we talk about being in the community with our communities because um, that's really important to us just to make people feel normal and understand that we are from this community too. Right. 
Yes. And so it, it's a, a beautiful thing to choose then the community and do it in this way, because from that, we just trust there is that ripple out effect. But you have to do it right here where you can make a difference. You are. Hand in hand is making this incredible difference in people's lives. And but you can't do it alone, as we've said, and the, the need is great. So that's that's why you and I are talking this morning to to put that out there and, and invite participation in whatever kinds of donations can be made, monetary donations, and volunteering. Yes, yeah, we are open to all of that. And um, yeah, it's really what we're looking for during this holiday season. Right. So... Uh, check uh, the Facebook page in order to find out about the the actual events such as the the harvest dinner uh, but for everything else let's mention the website again Brenna yeah our website is www.handinhandkids.org right well I hope that we've covered the basis for for this uh, winding up of the year and the things that are happening and that people have uh, heard the call and that uh, your website and your phone office phone just uh, then rings off the hook. Oh, thank you. We appreciate that. Well, I appreciate you. I appreciate all that Hand in Hand Kids does in our community in helping our world. So thank you for all that you are doing, Brenna Ramos, and also for spending time with us this morning. Thank you so much. We totally appreciate you. Um, And yeah, we love having the opportunity just to share about um, what we're doing in the community. Well, then that means we'll have to do this again soon. Of course, yes. (laughs) Well, then that's wonderful.